I'm Nancy. I'm Joseph. Welcome to the Teach My Teen About Money podcast. This is the podcast project where we invite money nerds to share their wisdom and experience with my son, Joseph, and me. I'm a freshman in college doing finance and accounting, and I'm here excited to learn. Let's get started. We're joined today on the Teach My Teen About Money podcast by Claudia Valladares. Welcome, Claudia. We're so glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. All right, Claudia, tell us about what you do in your profession. I am a financial advisor, and I have been for three years. Before that, I was in the banking industry for about five years, managed the day-to-day here at the investment firm, managed the client relationships, managed their investment portfolios, do a lot of that. And then on this side, uh, I have people reach out to me asking like, hey, how do I get started investing? I do a little bit of that on the side too, just helping people get started in that. How did you like the move from banking to advising? Is that um, a better fit for your personality or tell us about that? Honestly, I thought I was going to be in banking for, uh, but just how everything planned out, um, opportunity came open as soon as I graduated college. I graduated with my finance degree and I had my current boss now reach out to me via LinkedIn. He's like, hey, I have this financial advisor position. Would you be interested? And I thought, no, but let me check it out. So I interviewed with him twice and he told me a little bit about what the role would be and what I would be doing. And to me, it was kind of like a challenge of something different, although banking and investment are in the same financial services, mm-hmm. they are a little bit different. So I was like, well, you know, I like to be challenged. You don't grow if you're not challenged. So then, yeah, sign me up. I'm ready to start. So I turned in my two weeks and I started working here. And I think it was a little bit of a shock because it was very different. And I do work for an investment firm. I enjoy it. And I I mean, I've been here three years and I've learned so much uh, about the industry and it's helped me and my personal growth too, as well, just step a little bit out of my shell. So I, it was a good transition. That's great. What would you recommend as if someone wanted to get into that kind of industry? Are there any kind of key tips? I know you said you got uh, that for your, the position from your, from LinkedIn and from your, uh, someone you knew contacted you. Uh, networking, would that be a big thing? Yes, for sure. I think in college, uh, you have a lot of opportunities to reach out to business owners, all those relationships. Networking is very, very important. You can, you know, it doesn't hurt if you reach out and they say no. I mean, you can just try on to the next one and just shadow, ask questions to kind of figure out where you want to go in that path. Awesome. Um, and I believe I'll, I'll probably be a double major in accounting and finance. And oh, honestly, double think, major? Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, and then I'll be graduating with 150 credits so I can go right into uh, CPA tests as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We actually have an accountant in how uh, She has her accounting degree and she's studying for her CPA exam right now. Nice. So, yeah. And honestly, as part of these, um, I'm, I'm trying to learn more about different finance roles because I'm I'm interested in, in a lot of the different fields in finance, and I don't uh-huh. know exactly which one. Um, but you you enjoyed uh, banking, and yes, I enjoyed banking, and 
you know, it was good for while I did it. I really did enjoy it. But then in best kind of a little bit different. And like I said, it was a bit of a challenge to make that transition, but I, I enjoy it. So Claudia, tell, but you also, other than um, advising, you also have kind of, I don't know if you would call it a side business or a, you know, passion project. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us a little more about that. So with Wise Dollar Mom, I had, you know, people reach out to me like, hey, I really want to do this. So I would help them. And I, I just had several people. So I was like, you know what? I can probably put this into a blog post and just post it. And then those people can read through there rather than them reaching out to me individually. And not that that was a problem, but just so I could help more people out there that didn't have the courage to ask or were too embarrassed to ask, you know, how do I improve my credit score? How can I start saving? Things like that. So I decided to launch this website, this blog, and, you know, I have a lot of goals and plans for it. So I'm super excited about that just to help reach more people. So for the most part, I am trying to do general information, you know, investing, saving. But what I've noticed is that moms like printables. So creating, you know, your budget, your grocery budget or schedules, things like that are very popular. So hopefully in 2022, we'll launch a lot more of those in in order to be able to have those people use those and um, they can build out their budgets, their savings goal, investing goals, giving back to charity, things like that. Fantastic. And then another big thing I think is when you have someone that you know that's interested in finance and then can talk to you about that stuff versus just like the abstract concept of like, here's this person that like exists that can teach me about finance versus I guess more of a like a personal like connection, you know, with you. Yes, for sure. You know, I wanted to make it more personal, more approachable mm-hmm. for people, we, which we have a, a, a spot on the website where they could contact me directly and I can answer whatever questions they have. Um, so adding that personal touch there so they're, they know that they're speaking to an actual person and not just, you know, just some random person or a robot. Fantastic. Well, now we're going to ask you the questions that we ask all of the guests, and I'm going to start. So uh, what are your top three money tips? And if you'd like to focus on tips for teens, that's great, or just anybody, feel free. I think my number one is I recently worked with a mom who thought there is no way I could set aside money for retirement and to save. And I told her, I was like, let's do this. Let's set aside $5 every time you get paid and help that grow. And once you get to a certain limit, then we can start investing. That's been about a year and a half. And I just checked in with her not too long ago. And she was excited to see that that account grew. And she's actually invested in some stocks. So she even said, okay, I need to sit down with you so we could add more money to that. So just starting out even if you think you can't just even $5 every time you get paid, that's, um, that's a big key and don't be afraid of investing. That's another thing. You don't build wealth by saving with saving, you know, the rates being so low right now, you're not going to get much off of that and investing in companies that, you know, you know, you can get a great return with that. 
like Amazon, um, AT&T, things like that. So invest in what you know and always invest in yourself too. <laughs> That's one of the things that, uh, you know, never stop learning. Do your research, ask questions, read, interview people. Yes. So actually with my niece, she's 18. She just turned 18 in June and she just bought a car. And uh, I told her like, hey, do you know what your credit score is? She's like, no. And I was like, do you know what kind of rate you're getting on your loan? She said, no. I was like, okay, let's work on that. So I had her download Credit Karma and she looked at her credit score and she's like, okay, this is my credit score. What do I need to do to make it better? So I'm kind of working with her here in the next uh, few months in order to increase it hoping she can refinance her car loan so she can get a better rate. It's like, but first we have to focus on your credit score. Yeah. And another um, website is to, to just to like officially get your credit score. Um, and then you can also dispute any anything that they have on there is that I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, is annualcreditscore.com. Yes. Usually, I, I, yeah. Yes. Your annual credit report.com. Mm -hmm. Yes. You can get your actual credit report for free once a year. So that's the one we recommend. I think it's annualcreditreport.com. Yes. But that's a, I think that's such a great solid tip is people keeping track of their credit score and then knowing the things you can do to improve it. Yes. Yeah. What would you say? What's the number one way somebody can increase their credit score? I think uh, working to pay off their debt and need that that may have. Um, I know, you know, so little things like that, you know, working with the local bank to get a secured credit card, if you're afraid of getting into debt or anything like that. There's that's what, what's important is having someone to teach you or some way to learn about credit scores. Just for a lot of them, it can be rather intricate. Like, for example, like opening a new credit card or if there's a, a hard, hard pull on your credit, you know, it can take you down a couple of points mm -hmm. with something that people might not know or see on their credit report and be confused about it. And there's just a lot of different ways, like you need to open a credit card and then, you know, pay it off to get better credit. But then you can also get yourself into debt if you don't understand how to do it. Um, so it's yeah. great to have, you know, a, gu a guiding person through that. Yes, for sure. Yeah. What's the best money choices you've ever made? Best money choices? Invest, <laughs> save and invest. That's definitely something that I recommend to everybody. Like I said earlier, you don't get, you don't build wealth by saving. So you can save up, you know, your emergency fund. And then once you hit a certain limit, you can take some of that and start investing. And if you're afraid to get into it, just start out little by little, get your feet wet, uh, reach out to somebody that, you know, been in that area and knows what they're doing to get a little bit of guidance in that. So, and now I, I get the less positive question. What is your biggest money mistake? My biggest money mistake was when I, I bought my first car. I was 19. I didn't know much about money. Growing up, my parents didn't really teach me anything about money. So I just went with the first loan that they gave me. And I was like, okay, I have a car. I'm just going to be paying on it. And looking back, I see that the interest rate that I had on that car was super high and I never refinanced it. I just kept paying. So I paid a lot of a lot in interest. But I've learned from that and I've helping other people learn from that too. So I often think then you'll never you won't repeat that mistake again. But we've all made right. the money mistakes. Yeah. Again. You I've learned from my mistake. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. And now another question from me. What is your favorite book 
podcast, blog article, or other media that's related to money you would recommend people? Um, so actually, I may be a little biased, but my boss is Taylor Kovar. <laughs> um, I've learned a lot from him, just you know, money wise, personal growth wise, but. I get a lot of my wisdom from him. So he actually has his own website called The Money Couple. He works with married couples and me being a newlywed and merging my finances with my husband and learning to work together. And that has, he's been, him and his wife have been very, very helpful. And if I could suggest another resource, it would be The Richest Man in Babylon, the book that Taylor Kovar recommended to me when I first started working here at the investment firm. It teaches you the basics of saving and investing. So I recommend it to anyone out there that's getting ready to, you know, learn more about the personal finance space. What's your favorite book, podcast, whatever, um, that doesn't, it's not related to money? The Craig Groeschel podcast. Really? He talks about leadership. Okay. Um, so I've, he has a lot of good tips, you know, building your culture and leading a team, those different aspects. Um, being someone that you want people to follow because they like how you lead, not because they have to follow you. Mm-hmm. So he, his podcast is great. He has a book. Uh, he has really good, really good stuff. And uh, what's your favorite, your top adulting hack? My number one adult hack is to never stop learning. I feel like you learn something new every day. So whether that's by reading, watching YouTube videos, or being mentored by somebody or your friends, you're going to get a little bit of wisdom from each one of those areas. So take that in, um, use it in your life, whether you can use it now or later in in the future, just uh, take those little nuggets of wisdom and never stop learning. It's a popular answer. Learning how to do things yourself, learning new skills. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Investing in yourself can be the most. Yeah. So, Claudia, what is the way that people uh, who want to know more about your work can reach you or reach out to you? Yeah, so they can reach out to me via my website, wisedollarmom.com. I have a contact form in there. And my email is claudia at wisedollarmom.com. So I'd be happy to help uh, answer any questions. Okay, great. Okay. Thank you so much, Claudia. Thank you, guys. I enjoyed it. What a great conversation with Claudia. And we thank her again for taking the time. Our number one takeaway from this episode was the idea of finding a mentor, being a person who can, who is teachable, who wants to learn, uh, and finding people who have gone before you um, and can help you out that way. You can find all the information about resources Claudia suggested and we spoke about, as well as all the information on this episode at yourmoneymom.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening.